Welcome to the NRSNG.com podcast, the podcast created by nurses for nurses. Are you ready to take your learning to the next level? Sit back and crank up the volume. Here's your host, John Haas. Before we get started with today's podcast, I want to let you guys know about MedMaster Course. That's MedMasterCourse.com. MedMasterCourse.com is our complete pharmacology course designed specifically to help nursing students and new nurses understand and demolish nursing pharmacology. Within MedMaster Course, you get every single podcast episode ever recorded. You also get eight plus hours of high definition videos explaining the most common medication classes in high detail. You also get tons of freebies and handouts. Uh, This is the course you need. We also go over math for meds. We cover the 12 tips to answering any pharmacology question. We basically give you the tools you need to completely demolish nursing pharmacology. So head over to medmastercourse.com and check that out. And we'll see you on the inside. Okay, so let's talk about streptokinase. This is trade name streptase. Uh, and again, streptokinase. So let's go back to medical terminology very quickly. Um, and let's talk about what this medication is and how it works. So the therapeutic class of streptokinase is thrombolytic. thrombolytic. So let's remember what lysis means. Remember what cell lysis, etc. is. What does lysis mean? Well, to lice is like to destroy or to kill, right? So remember what what the thrombus is. Thrombus is like a clot, basically, right? So these thrombolytics, they're going to in there to break up, bust, and destroy these clots, okay? So what would be an indication for a patient to need a thrombolytic? Why would they need something to break up a clot? Well, they need to have a clot, right? So some of the reasons that a patient might have a clot would be like a pulmonary embolism, a DVT, an occluded line, or like an arterial thrombus. So, for example, if a patient has a PE, they have a little tiny clot in one of their uh, microvessels in their lungs, um, we need to get rid of that clot. We need to destroy that clot. The best way to do that is going to be to give, like, streptokinase, one of these thrombolytics that can go in there and, and lyse that clot. Okay? So there we go. You get it. You got it. All done here. So, and DVT, same thing. We want to go in there. We want to bust that up because these DVTs, if they, if they break off, they become an embolus. Um, they travel to the heart, cause a heart attack. They travel to the brain. Uh, they cause a stroke, lead to death, etc. Pulmonary embolism too um, can be very detrimental to a patient. Okay. Uh, we can also use it, like I said, an occluded line. You have a central line that becomes hard to push, or you're unable to push. Um, remember, if you if you get a central line that you can't flush, you don't sit there and jackhammer the the the, the uh, saline in there. You stop. You call, you get some some streptokinase or something, some TPA um, in there, and you lyse that clot. Okay, so you don't just go in there and force it, because what if it is a little tiny thrombus on there, and you dislodge it, and it goes and travels to the heart or something? That's not a good thing. Okay, so never force a flush of a central line. Um, and just real quickly, let me briefly say this. This is a kind of a bit of a tangent. But whenever you're flushing central lines, you want to use the push-pause method. What that does, it gets all that biofilm off there, uh, which would be like residue for medications. It helps break off any blood that's kind of starting to sit there. 
and it, it creates more of a turbulent flow that keeps the line clean. So what that is, you push, you stop, push, stop, push, stop, push, stop. About that fast, just push, 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 instead of a solid one-time flush of the line. Okay, that is the correct way to do it according to CDC, um, and it's the way to, but again, you know, check your um, institutional policies and stuff, but um, my guess would be that that's the way they're going to recommend to do it. So that's going to prevent these lines from being occluded. And then if they do become occluded, uh, don't force it. Get some streptokinase and lyse the clot. Um, so what what is the... So therapeutic class is thrombolytic. Pharmacologic class is plasminogen activator. Okay, so what is plasminogen? Well, what plasminogen does is it... Well, plasminogen activator... Basically, what plasminogen does is it converts plasminogen to plasma and, well, okay, so plasminogen activators convert plasminogen to plasmin, and this promotes fibrinolysis. So we're able to break up these clots by converting this plasminogen to plasma, which then um, causes fibrinolysis. So, you know, fibrin um, are all those little tiny kind of network that forms when you start to clot. As soon as you, you get cut or whatever, fibrin heads to the area, it starts to form this little network, and you create this, this clot um, and stop the bleeding. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to um, get that plasminogen to plasmin and promote fibrinolysis, okay? Again, lysis, okay? So let's just talk about some of the, the nursing considerations here. So nursing considerations, obviously, if we have a patient who's actively bleeding, uh, we have a patient who's esophageal varices ruptured, uh, surgical wound ruptured, etc., whatever. Uh, maybe they have a subarachnoid hemorrhage, whatever. This probably isn't the best choice of medication for them. Um, also, like hypertension, or hy sorry, hypotension, this might not be a good choice. Uh, we just want to monitor the patient isn't internally bleeding, has no hidden bleeding going on. There is no bleeding anywhere that we're going to then... Um, exacerbate that blood loss. Uh, we'll want to monitor hemodynamics. And if we have a patient who gets TPA or gets streptokinase, uh, we want to be very careful about invasive procedures because they're going to be at an extreme risk for bleeding. So even like inserting Foley's, uh, starting IVs, things like that, we generally give it, you know, about 24 hours or so that we don't carry out these uh, invasive procedures starting central lines unless necessary. Because you don't want to cause any trauma that would lead to excessive bleeding. That's going to be very hard to stop um, because of the thrombolysis. All right, guys. Hmm, what else can I tell you here? I think that's kind of it. I, I know I went off on several tangents on this lecture, but I think that'll kind of help you in a lot of other areas of your nursing care. All right, so that's going to be it for, for uh, streptokinase. Um, and happy nursing. All right, thanks for checking out the show today uh, and for supporting NRSNG.com. Head over to medmastercourse.com and check out our pharmacology course designed to help you demolish nursing pharmacology. Head over there, check it out, and we'll see you on the inside. Thank you for listening to the NRSNG.com podcast. Visit us at NRSNG.com for disclaimer information and to keep the learning going.